I was hoping the first 10 minutes would be all preliminaries, but I guess not. <laughs> I know he says not to, but I still want to give honor to my bishop because he's my bishop. Give honor to my to the first lady, Mr. Jackson. I love you all. You all have been so wonderful to me, to my family, to my wife. I give her honor as well, and to my baby girl. I love you. Hi, baby. No fart noises tonight, okay? Because daddy's <laughs> teaching you. <laughs> well, I'm going to be brief and short. That is the God honest truth. But um, I love this church, and I love everybody here. I'm glad to be a part of this huge family, and I'm glad Eric, all the kids went to kids' church because now it looks like it's not as full as it was before. But Bishop had asked us to go ahead and get a uh, scripture and expound on it. I was, I was like, okay, let's see what I can do. Let's see what God can do. And I didn't know. I mean, actually, uh, for those who are going to be getting the notice on Sunday for next Wednesday, I didn't have the same amount of time because God didn't speak to me till Sunday night. So God woke me up in the middle of the night on Sunday and started reading my Bible and started reading getting scriptures. And I, and the Lord led me to First uh, Corinthians chapter 2. I'm actually going to read five verses because I'm not going to expound just one, but this is one through five, First Corinthians chapter two, verse one through five. <clears throat> and I think I'm ready on 13 minutes, right, Brother Josh? We're, we're good. <laughs> but it's a very, very familiar scripture. Everybody has heard it, and Bishop has preached on it so many times, especially during this time when he's doing the impartation of gifts. But I was reading this, and God had spoken to me, and he wanted kind of to expound as far as what's going on with the gifts and what we should do after, uh, well, as far as being prayed for. But this is kind of just a reminder. Um, for First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, uh, I am reading the KJV, but I think up there, it's good. I'll just read up up there. It says, and I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech, no reason or motive, of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. Verse 2 first says, for I determined, I'm deciding, I'm choosing not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Sometimes we don't even need to know anything else. All we need to know is about Jesus and him crucified so amazing how we get caught up in this world and how life just comes in our way and we just get so caught up coming to work. I get up at seven. I do not get up at seven o'clock in the morning because I'm always late to work. But as soon as we get up in the morning, we're just go, 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 go. Sometimes I'm always in a hurry. I'm not that type of person that's waking up early and getting coffee. But God deals with me in the middle of the night sometimes. It's two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. It's always the same amount of time and I know it's God always speaking to me. And he says in verse 3, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. That gives me a lot of confidence that know that Paul was weak at one point. I mean, he did have fear and he was trembled. And it says, verse 4, in my speech, my reasoning, 
and my preaching were not with persuasive words, enticing words, but in demonstration of, excuse me, enticing with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Verse 5 says that, they, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. To know that God has so much power that we can do anything, that just the mention of his name, power is there. My main verse that I'm going to be speaking uh, tonight is verse 4. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words or enticing words of human wisdom, but in demonstration. Everybody say demonstration. Demonstration of the spirit and of power. If I could put a, just a, a small title, I really didn't like putting titles. I was so confused about what title to put. And it's only a 15-minute little thing. But everybody puts a title, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a title. My little title may not even make sense, but it made sense to me. It was A Living Demonstration. And if we could just bow our heads tonight and just, just pray over the word for tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we feel your presence in this place, God. We feel your spirit, Lord God, dwelling among us in this place. God, the words, Lord God, that will be spoken tonight, Lord God, anoint my lips of clay, Lord. Let me be a vessel to speak this word, Lord. You have spoken to me, and I will speak the word that you wanted me to speak to your congregation, to your people, Lord. God, give us wisdom, Lord God. Wisdom, Lord God, that you have given us. God, to know your word, and let it be planted in good ground. In the name of Jesus. I love Corinthians, and especially because this is when Paul, after he was, we did the Church of Rome, and then we have Corinthians. Paul's writing to the saints of Corinth, and... Um, this letter was was kind of done because he overheard some, you know, some uh, some sayings of what's going on down in Corinth, and um, there was a lot of debate, there was a lot of contentions in Corinth, and there was a lot of kind of confusion sometimes, and people would always say one thing or say the other, and and so he he was like, you know what, I got to write a letter. I don't know how he got to write a letter. I would have had a typewriter, but he had to write it down, <laughs> but. I, I love the scripture because I, I, in verse 4, when he says, but in the, the demonstration, he's like, I'm not preaching with persuasive words. I, I'm not coming to you with a huge vocabulary. I'm a, a, I'm a guy that does not like to read. I'm sorry. You give me a math problem, I'll solve it for you pretty quick. I just don't like to read. I wish I had a bigger vocabulary. But Paul is saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not preaching. I'm not coming to you. I'm not giving you a speech of reasoning. Are preaching with persuasive words of human wisdom, but I'm coming, but in a demonstration. And in, in the Greek, as far as demonstration, it's it's meaning proof or manifestation. It's a it's a manifestation of an event or an action that clearly shows an idea. The proof. How many have the Spirit? How many have the Holy Spirit? How many have the Holy Ghost tonight? Yes. How many have power? Raise your hand. Amen. So that same thing, that same spirit, that same power, we are all a living demonstration. This, uh, it's been about two years now, Bishop. This was a BP before Penny. Uh, my wife and I 
I love to shop at the grocery store, as many you can see. But I love to, uh, to shop at the grocery store, and my wife hates it because I'm always doing math. I want to find the, good, the best deal. The coupon, she has the coupon. She's like, hey, I got a good deal. Let's do this. Okay, I'm good. I do the math. I'm like, we're saving five cents, but what five cents is going to go a long way. Two for five, Mexican cheese it is. I'll have chalupas all week if I have to. <laughs> but two years ago, Bishop, you had preached, and uh, it wasn't Woman Thou Art Loose, but it was Thou Art Loose by T.D. Flicks. You know, you want to throw in there. But you had preached this, this message to you two years ago, and actually it's still on the, on the church website. If you want to take a look, go just hear it, and it's just phenomenal. Our bishop is so amazing when he hears from God. But two years ago, my wife and I were shopping at the grocery store, and we were almost done. I have a little pattern I like to go through and do my shopping. I don't like to get frozen foods or any food at the end, just till the end, because I don't want it to fall out. So, and, I, and then usually it's the vegetables and fruit aisle. So we were coming by, and I was like, okay, do we need anything from the vegetables, fruit area section? She was like, uh, what do you want? I said, nothing, because I don't like fruits and vegetables. <laughs> I was I already hit the meat section. I'm good. So, no, she, she was like, no, let's get something. I got to cook onions. I got to get all this stuff. Okay, okay, let's do it. So we went, and we're at the grocery store. We're at the, at the end part of it. We're getting the vegetables and all that. And I, I, from a far away, I see this gentleman in a wheelchair. And at this time, I'm like, I heard, just heard a great message that Bishop preached, you know, that we have, you know, we have this boldness. We're going to pray. We're, gonna, we're just going to lay hands, and, and, and we're going to pray a prayer that God's going to do a miracle, and God's going to heal. So I was all fired up. I was like, you know what, God? And I felt God in, this, in my spirit. And I was like, you know, God's dealing with me. He was like, you know what? I want you to go pray for that young man. A young man, probably 25, 26. So I looked at him, and I was like, okay, okay. I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to pray for him. So I kind of came down. I, was, I talked to him. I said, hey, man, my name is Jason. Uh, what's your name? You know, he told me his name. And I said, just wanted to ask, you know, what, how, how did you, how did you, uh, you know, get in a chair, you know, wheelchair? So I had a really bad accident, paralyzed from the waist down. And he, expect, he explained to me all this information. I heard this story, and I was like, okay, I heard the story. It's time to pray. And I was like, man, I'm about to pray for this guy. My hands are ready. I'm just like just pumping up now. I was like, yeah, I'm laying up hands. We're about to pray for this, this guy. But I froze. I froze. That faith stepped in, but then... Reality and just human, just my mind just started wondering. It was like, oh, no. And what the funny thing was is I was just, I was just told him, okay, well, I'll be praying for you. And then we just took off. <laughs> and I was like, why did I say that? I kept bumping myself in the head on telling my wife, why? Why did I do that? Why did I tell him I was just going to pray for him and just say, you know, I'm going to pray for you? Like he hasn't heard that before, you know? Like most of us heard, heard, oh, yeah, we'll pray for you. But we didn't pr- I didn't pray for him at that time, so I froze. And until today, I still felt like I let God down. And I always thought to myself, like, what would happen if I actually laid hands on him and prayed for the prayer of, of miracle of healing, and that man were to rise up and start walking? And... and course ifs and buts you know you're thinking and and i just it just kept bothering me kept bothering me and and it just so i'm always thinking to myself you know what god 
I, I, I got to listen to your word. I got to I got to feel your spirit every time you know this comes in. I, I got to just have a prayer of you know of, faith, of some boldness. So I started praying for boldness, and and it wasn't my first time asking for you know praying for somebody. Actually, I had a coworker. And she was talking to another coworker of mine behind me, and they talked pretty loud. Even with headphones on, they still talk pretty loud. But she was talking about how her dad was in a hospital and that he's been there four to five days. And and they don't know what they're going to do. He's been been there four to five days. He's old. He's about to pass. And he just, we don't know what we're going to do. I got to start making arrangements. And and she just started, she just was really, really, really scared, fearful, just like Paul was. And I turned around and I asked her, Molly, can I pray for you? I won't say her name, but I said, Molly. I said, Molly, can I pray for you? She was like, what? I said, can I pray with you? Can I pray with you right now? I said, I know that you're scared, and I know that you don't know what you're going to do right now. And This is your family. This is your dad. And I lost my dad when I was 15, but you have your dad right now, and you're scared, and we're going to go ahead and pray right now. She said, you want to pray right here? I said, let's pray right here. Sit at my desk. So she sat on my side of her desk, my desk, and we prayed. And I said, I said the prayer of faith, and we did a prayer of healing, that God was going to heal his body. We prayed in Jesus' name, and I, t- and I said in Jesus' name so that she can hear, because she knows the powerful name that healed his body. A w- couple of days later, she's like, Jason, I'm like, what happened? What's going on? You okay? And she's like, it worked. She's like, my dad's better. He's up. He's talking. He's speaking to us. And and he's just there and he's he's just loving. He's just talking. And we're just, he's the doctors don't know what's going on. They're just, you know, just a just strength just came into his body. And I said, you know what, God? You're so good. I said, even the smallest thing, I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that we have to pray a huge a huge prayer of enticing words it's just you know what molly i'm gonna go ahead and pray for you because in acts something 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 and in genesis and this and that and exodus because moses left you know it's not gonna it's not gonna do it it's just a prayer of faith we are a demonstration we are the living demonstration we're the walking demonstration when those people come and look for somebody that that hey i i just need somebody to pray for me because i'm having marital problems I'm having, I'm having problems right now in my family. I, I, I just don't know who to turn to anymore. And you're like, you know what? Let's pray. I, I'm losing my, fi- my finances are going crazy. You know, my, mom, my wife lost her job. My husband lost his job. We got three kids in the family, and, and we're just barely, just barely getting by. But my finances is, I don't know what to do. You know what? I've been there. I'm a living demonstration. And that we have that same spirit. We have that power that God has given us to be that living demonstration, to talk and to pray for those people that come. So when those gifts are being given or impartations are given from, from Bishop, when they're praying for you, don't just think, oh, okay, it's just a gift. It's just something that God's impartating to me. He's given it to me. No, this is the power. This is power that's from on high. The spirit that you have that same spirit and that power is dwelling in you. And you are a living demonstration. Wow, I can't believe 15 minutes has gone that fast. I, I'm sorry, Bill Lamar. I was going to give you five more extra minutes, but I guess not. But I just want to let you know is that 
you need to share what God has done to you. Share what, has, what God has done for you. It may be the smallest miracle. It may be a, a small way that God has done something in your life. But there's always somebody, always listening. And you know what? This person has been touched by God. I say, you know what? I've been to churches, and I've been to churches everywhere, and I don't know. I felt something there, but no, it's, it, it's something like what you're feeling. This is totally something different, and they know who to come to because you are that limited demonstration. You are the proof that God is real. You are the proof that healing takes, takes place. You are that healing, that restoration, that things come together when God is in the, in the mix. Just remind yourself is that, look, when I know in stuff times, times just goes by fast. You know, if my daughter's already hitting one, has already hit one year old, but she's going to be learning that she's going to be a living demonstration. But never forget that whenever you, whenever you, you, you go to work, whatever you, whatever you do throughout the day, no matter where you're at the grocery store, that God can use you as a living demonstration. God bless y'all.